Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. Good morning. Well, you are back from an epic... Yeah, short. It was, it was memorable. Adventure. Yeah, it was Wanted, good. So uh, you know, the, the the good things were we had. Uh, well, first tell them. Okay, they, they don't even know what was happening. You were going to oh, take the. Right. You did take the boys I to did Big Bend. Successfully take the boys to Big Bend and back, but not for as long as I had expected. Right. So I took uh, you know Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, mm-hmm. and uh, the goal was I wanted to take the boys to Big Bend National Park because right. you know I want them to have this experience and. Uh, it's it's desert. I've never seen the desert before. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be some of the darkest uh, skies in all of the lower 48 states. And so the mm. star watching is supposed to be incredible. So we drove down there. I uh, had a great time driving down. Uh, beautiful, beautiful drive. Oh, my goodness gracious. Just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, they loved the what? The mesas? Yeah, we lo- I love the mesas. Uh, we got there the first night and we camped like, you know, it was, it was one of these places that was on a guy's ranch, like a mile and a half down a Caliche Road or something in the middle wow. of nowhere. Uh, so I had a wonderful time camping out that night. Uh, we were woken up by coyotes at 3 o'clock in the morning, you Ooh. know, giving outside our tent and stuff. So it was a great time. Okay. Um, and then the next day we got up and we took a horseback ride. So that was wonderful. To yeah. A half-day horseback ride. First time for the two younger ones. Yeah. First time they'd ever been on a horse. David has uh, gone to horse camp, but yeah. David been okay. to horse camp. This is mm-hmm. probably my third time for myself. I had a great time. Okay. You know, they, we took a half-day horseback ride um, uh, up, up on top of a, a ridge, on top of a mesa. Uh, and then you just, you know, breathtaking views of, of Big Bend. Great. Um, and then they, they took us way back to um, way back to the very border of Big Bend Park, so, you know, a couple miles deep uh-huh. uh, into the desert. And then we had uh, lunch there, and then we rode back. So, again, had a great time, you know, horseback riding with the boys. Okay. They were tired, though. It's, it's surprisingly tiring to, yeah, to ride a horse. Yeah, it and, is. And yeah. it hurts you in places that you're not normally hurt. Right. So. And we won't go into that. No. But then by the time we got back from there, there was already a stiff wind that had blown up. So I had to uh, re, re-stake the tent because okay. it was starting to, to break and one of the zippers had already broken. Uh, and the boys wanted to nap because they were tired. So we did that and then we said, okay, Did well, they actually nap? Not really. No. Oh, they just didn't want to help much. You know, exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was a joy. <laughs> Um, and then we tried to figure out what to do, but we realized that, you know, it's Big Bend is such a huge park. We, we couldn't take a, an afternoon hike like we thought because it's such an enormous park. And, right. Uh, went to the Terlingua ghost town. And that wasn't much to look at. So we said, all right, well, for lack of anything better to do, let's go back to our campsite. Okay. So this was, you know, two, three hours after, um, after the horseback ride. And by okay. that point, uh, the winds had picked up and our tent was just flattened. I mean, okay. it was just this flattened. Uh, there was, you know, not quite a dust storm, but I mean, you know, there's dust and sand blowing everywhere, getting in your eyes and things. And yeah, sand. They had sand in their ears when they came back. Oh, yeah, sand, sand everywhere. just everywhere. Okay. Unbelievable. Uh, and so I finally said, you know, boys, I don't think we can, I don't think there's any way that we can actually sleep in this tent. Because, you know, again, the thing was like, Right, and know, it was flattened. sand right. and on the food, everything, right? Yeah, the just sand I mean, was that, everything. You couldn't, you wouldn't cook anything because there's a 30 mile an hour wind. Right. Oh, my um, so it, it's, it's, so I said, let's just pack up and go home. Yes. So that's what we did. We, we ended up packing up the tent and it's a good thing we did because it turned out that three of the tent poles had broken, two of them shattered in the wind. Oh so, my goodness. Yeah. There's no chance that thing was going to stay up all night. Yes. Uh, and so we, we just did the best we could to get everything in the back of the car and then, uh, drove through Big Bend National Park, which was beautiful. Yeah. You know? And got home around midnight, uh, but the boys threw up three times on the way home. Yeah, so. car sickness. So you've had you had quite a. It was like a twenty-four hour adventure of craziness. Yeah, thirty-six, maybe thirty-six yeah. hours. Yeah, so it was basically a, one very long day. Yeah, it really one was twenty-four hour day, and so we yes. 
Drove down to Big Ben, rode horses, and drove back. Yeah. So. Yeah, and okay, well, that's enough of that. But that um, was interesting. Yeah, but, oh, and then I spent the whole night, rest of the day cleaning oh, up the, the gear. Oh, the next day. It took the entire day. So, yeah, yeah it was 24 hours of fun and a lot of work. Yeah, and the 24 hours of laundry yeah, afterwards. Exactly. It was, it was crazy. sand and everything. Right. So let's apply that now to, we're talking about Proverbs today. Yes. And we're talking, yeah, last week we did wisdom <coughs> and knowledge. These mm-hmm. are the main themes of Proverbs we're doing. Um, and today's main themes are morality and ethics. So do you, did anything come in handy to you at this? Did you did well, you use any Proverbs uh, during this crazy episode? Well, no, I, I did, however, I, I did fail in my prayer. And so I, before I said, boys, you know, I'm praying that I'll be self-controlled and I won't say anything I regret. And as you can imagine, when you come home and find your tent is flapping in the wind, you, you know, you say things. Yes, but regret. I heard you only said so, one thing. Just uh, one, over but that still, whole... I felt bad about that. You know, yeah, I okay. Felt bad about That's that. pretty good. Okay, because uh, the Proverbs do talk about taming of the tongue, right? Yeah, yeah. And how power, and so does James, but how powerful the tongue is. And so um, what you're talking about is using self-control in your language when things don't go well, yeah. right? Yeah, so, you know, one, one slip of the tongue for all that nonsense that is, is not so bad. not bad, bad with that but, much um, craziness. But no, I'd say there, you know, there, there's a time when, you know, life throws curveballs at yes. you. You know, you're planning on this four-day epic vacation with your boys, and then instead... And your you wife know, is planning on a four-day epic time without right. your boys. <laughs> Yeah, and then instead, you know, you come back and like literally, you have no yes. place to live because yes. your 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 tent is flattened. Yes. And of course, you know, that's hard. You're so far remote that there's no cell phone coverage, right? And then there's no hotels. You know, the the nearest town was seventy miles away, right? So and we already couldn't get hotel. We like, already well, tried that we'll just, when we got this campsite. Yeah, we'll just leave. Okay, well, the point being that the word of God is. Are you stealing my coffee? I am because I got something in my throat. Okay, the word of God is applicable, and proverbs are definitely applicable to all our life situations. And in this case. Um, the tongue would be one. Um, there are proverbs about, you know, a harsh word mm-hmm. stirring up anger, right? And a yeah. gentle answer. What does it stir up? Uh, you know, I what got is that it? right here. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, it's, that, I used to say that all the time to the kids. A harsh word stirs up wrath, but a gentle answer turns away anger. There we go. That's a what it is. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Yeah. Yes. So like in these situations that we all come upon in life, when our tent has fallen down, <laughs> metaphorically, um, we uh, can try to avoid, we can try to use self-control, use some of these proverbs to yeah. remind ourselves that what a harsh word will reap, you know, will, <clears throat> will reap the badness. Actually, that's just the point of, basically the whole point of proverbs is, Really good will get you really good, and really bad will get you really bad. Yeah, and it's That's hard. basically the point. And, you know, so there was there, there was a um, um, crossing of the line on my part one time. Well, I'm not trying to say But on the other that. hand, there was also, you know, I mean, there, there are times when you, you can only do so much. And so yes. you have to learn, okay, well, right. you know, given the situation, what's the best course of action? Right, you know, and that would be the wisdom, I, yeah. I can hunker down in the pickup truck with my boys, and hopefully this dust storm will blow over, or we can go home. So we right. Um, and then same thing, too. You know, you, so the boys are barfing in the back seat three times so <laughs> but no we, not in the back seat they made it they, you, you got yeah, to pull they over out. they're not that no uh and so you know what, what do you do we decided well just press on let's get home get this day behind yes, us i yeah. know that so was, was crazy. crazy it was crazy but again um so we're what we're trying to do is use the proverbs to tackle real life so what do you got for us today well actually i have some good stuff okay so yeah um so the, the talking about the wise and the righteous and so i did a little study while you were out jogging with a dog there. Okay. Uh, and so four characteristics or four attributes of the wise or the righteous the person. The righteous. And the first is that the wise person 
the first and most notable thing that the wise person does is they walk with the Lord. Okay. And so this is Proverbs 1 7, you know, the, the introductory remarks. Mm-hmm. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Yep. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So the the wise person is someone who walks with the Lord or fears the Lord. And there's a great passage, one that we'll probably come back to every single week. It's Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 8. Right, we did that last week too. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, Mm -hmm. but in all of your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. straight. So the first thing that the the wise person does is that they walk with the Lord. Okay. And so we should ask ourselves, well, how are we doing in our own walk with the Lord? Right, and that's the morality and ethics kind of thing. And that's the morality and ethics. This is all very practical, right? Right. So you look at yourself and you say, okay, well, how am I doing in my walk with the Lord? You know, I can look back over the last couple of days and realize, yeah, you know, Overall, I did pretty well, but there are a couple places yeah. where I got out of line, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and generally speaking, when we talk about our walk with the Lord, a lot of times we're talking about our our um, time with Him, our mm-hmm. spiritual life in Him, Zeke. Um, but what we're we're putting it one step further today and talking about our actual walk, our actual life. Yeah, you know, trying to live a righteous life for the Lord, right? Yeah, yeah, and and, and uh, uh, in, in my own daily walk with the Lord, my daily devotional time this morning, it was from Colossians chapter 3. Oh, And the passage that I was journaling on was uh, continue steadfastly in prayer. Mm-hmm. And I realized, you know, these uh, these last four days of vacation, you know, in Big Bend and back. Well, yes, you've been uh, You know, I haven't, haven't had prayer time, and it's one of those things where you miss it. You know, yeah, after definitely. three or four days, yeah, you mm-hmm. realize how just how important that daily yep. discipline is. Absolutely. So, so I'd encourage you, how, you know, how is your walk with the Lord, both mm-hmm. in terms of a devotional time okay. uh, and then in following Him. Okay. So that's one characteristic, that a wise person walks with the Lord. A second is that a wise person is teachable. Yes. That there's a teachable spirit. Uh, and so this is Proverbs 9, 9. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be wiser still. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase in learning. Okay. And so you know, uh, the wise person is one who is open to instruction, is a humble and teachable spirit. Uh, this is another one. This is Proverbs 19, verse 20. Uh, listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. So again, listen to advice. You know, do you have a okay. humble and teachable spirit? Are you are you willing to listen to what other people say mm-hmm. to you? Uh, and this is a really hard one for all of us, which is learning from criticism and feedback. Mm. Proverbs 17. Uh, <laughs> my goodness, flappy Zeke. shaky. Uh, Proverbs 17.10, a rebuke goes deeper into a man of understanding than a hundred blows into a fool. Mm. In other words, when someone speaks harsh words of truth or, you know, words of truth, which come across as harsh because... Yes, I, that's a perception. Right. I think right. that that's a good distinction. Sometimes right. people are speaking the truth in love right. and it sounds harsh to you, but it's not. Right. It's just your perception. Yeah. And so a rebuke goes deeper into a man of understanding than a hundred blows into a fool. So Ooh. in other words... You know, the, the wise person is one who is willing to receive those words, hard as they are to hear, and say, you know, you're right and I will learn from this. Whereas the foolish person, you know, you can smack them a hundred times with those words. It's not going to do anything for right. them. Right. So, okay. So that's the second characteristic is okay. uh, the wise person is teachable. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, ask yourself, how do you respond to feedback? Um, are you teachable? Mm. Do you respond well when people... Tell uh, tell the truth to you, uh, the truth they don't want to hear, or are you set in your ways and you just kind of deflect it and uh, and say no, that's not me. Or do you even have people in your life that would speak like yeah. that to you? Because some people don't. Yeah. Right. No, that's true. That is true. Some people don't do that. It's kind of like remember when you were a kid uh, and you would misbehave, and your mom or dad would say, "I'm only doing this because I love you." And at the time, you think, "Well." This makes no sense to me at all. I right. mean, I'm the one getting a spanking here. Exactly. I'm the one going to time out. And you, you're right. doing this because you love me. 
And then when you, you grow up, you realize, well, that's true. Mm-hmm. That, you know, we, uh, the Lord disciplines those whom he loves. As a father disciplines his child. Right. Uh, and receiving discipline, giving discipline is a sign of love. You know, you, uh, you, you don't bother to rebuke or discipline or reprove the little punk kid down the street who doesn't do anything because he's not yours. Right? <laughs> you do. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'll do that too. Um, but the... Um, yes, underst- understood. Right. Yes, gotcha. sidetracked. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. You discipline those you love, and the Lord disciplines us when we need it. Yeah. And if we can come and be teachable by that, it will go very far. And our dog, is, I've what never is, heard him shake this much. He must not like this ethics and morality stuff. Yeah, maybe he's got something in his ears. Yes. Uh, so a third one okay. is uh, the wise person is self-controlled. Yeah. So this is, this is yeah. kind of related to, you know, are you teachable? Right. Uh, and are you self-controlled? So this okay. is um, Proverbs 14, verse 29. Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. Okay. Oh my goodness, I can testify to that. Yeah, you know, whoever is slow can. to anger yeah. um, has great understanding, but he who is hasty exalts folly. And another way of talking about that, what is wrong with his dog? <laughs> uh, another way of talking about that is uh, Proverbs seventeen twenty seven. Whoever restrains his words yeah. has knowledge. And he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Mm-hmm. So this idea of not being hot-tempered, but being cool-spirited. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, ask yourself, what? Are, how are you doing? Are mm-hmm. you self-controlled? Um, and that's a hard one. Yeah. That's a very hard one. It's also one of the fruits of the spirit. Right. You know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gratefulness, gentleness, and self-control. self-control. So. And we have talked about that. Wow, that was like you heard the first bark out of our dog. Um, yeah, that we talked about self-control during the fruit of the spirit thing. So we have talked about that. But Proverbs, definitely in terms of its ethics, a lot of it relies on self-control. Literally, there's so many teachings in there mm-hmm. that have to do with whether it's control of the tongue, control of the body, control of life. Um, all of it is, you know, being quick to anger is definitely going to take you down the wrong path. Yeah, and that's essentially that's what wisdom is, right? Mm-hmm. Is that we are uh, we are made in God's image, but we are broken and fallen, and so it's easy for us, uh, you know, our, our default setting is is not wisdom. Our default setting is to do things that are, are not right in right. God's sight, not mm-hmm. right for us, and so it takes effort to to live the way God wants us to live. Yeah. So that's why self control is so important. Right. And then the fourth and final thing. This is one you've mentioned several times already. Right. Okay. Is that the the wise person is well spoken? Okay. And this is something that occur, that occurs just about every single uh, chapter, chapter in Proverbs. Mm-hmm. And so here's a couple of highlights that I found in my study this morning. Okay. Proverbs thirteen fourteen. Uh, the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death. So this idea that the wise person is one whose whose words whose uh, whose wisdom to use is like a fountain of life. And we all have those people that mm-hmm. we go to. You know, those people we turn to in times of need and you say, thank, you know, thank goodness for this person because right. he or she said exactly what I needed to, to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Proverbs twelve eighteen. Um, there is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Okay. And so the, the, the wise person uh, knows how to, how to bind up wounds uh, with their, their words. Proverbs 15, verse 1. A soft answer turns away wrath, yep. but harsh words stirs up anger. And my goodness gracious, that's that's like ninety percent of parenting, right yeah, there. Yeah, right. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, Proverbs fifteen, verse twenty-eight: The heart of the righteous ponders how to answer, 
but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. Mm. Uh, and so being, being the challenge is to be well-spoken. Yeah. And I remember uh, one of our pastoral colleagues, good old Dale Vitalis from Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, rest his soul, right? Yeah, right. God rest pass? his soul. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but he, uh, he used to speak how, you know, the good Lord gave us two ears and one tongue for a reason. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And he that was that, things. you know, you have to, the wise person, you listen closely mm-hmm. and then you think before you speak. Yes. So you got two ears and yes. one tongue. And it's that same idea. That You're good that, at that. I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. But the, um, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting better. But yeah, so the wise person is one who, who listens mm-hmm. closely and thinks about what to say right. before he or she says it. Right. And sometimes that's a personality trait. Some mm-hmm. people are much better about, you know, not just blurting out the first thing that comes to their mind. Oh my goodness gracious. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, some people have to go and digest it for a while and then, and that's, I guess, a good thing according to the Lord. It is. It's a very good thing. And it's uh, it's pretty unusual in the pastoral ministry. You know, um, oh, right. there's one of, one of the personality uh, traits for most pastors is they're extroverted. That is, they're very social critters, social beings. Mm-hmm. Uh, an extra, and one one thing that makes an extrovert is that an extrovert likes to or needs to process things out loud by speaking. Ah. Uh, and so it's through the act of speaking that the person kind of figures out what it is that they're trying to say. Right. You know? Yes. I think I have some of that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and most pastors do. Right. They're very extroverted. Um, whereas I'm, uh, I'm very much introverted. You know, I like to think deeply about what I say before I say it. And so right. it's been a real challenge for me uh to to learn how to adjust to the way that most people actually think yeah you know, they, mm-hmm. they they don't necessarily think before they speak right. it's in the act of speaking that they think they think and you have to you have to tell yourself that as you're listening yes like yeah, you exactly. know so that you don't take it wrong or think that this is their final deal they're just processing out loud yeah and yeah. so that, that that's been a real learning curve mm-hmm. for me but it's it's been a challenge you know yeah. it's been a challenge and it's been a real growth area and it's something that i think i can help people with because now i understand okay right let them talk right yeah, that's a lot of your job. Mm-hmm. They'll get to what they're trying to say. Right. Yeah. And again, you know, in parenting, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like kids go through a stage. I think it's uh, three and seven are the two highlights, uh, you know, the ages, three and seven, mm-hmm. where they just talk nonstop. Oh, my goodness. I think ours, I never get out of oh, that. Oh, my goodness. Well, we've got a few. That, and, you know, yeah. part of it is you think, okay, well, I love this child, and so yes. I will listen, but my ears yes. are totally full. Yeah, your ears get full. They do. They, it's they, strange. They do. It is strange. But, you know, the, the wise person, the wise father and mother, you you listen and love. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, well, I think the basic point of the whole thing is that, you know, in Proverbs is that theology can be, like, intertwined with daily life. It's not mm-hmm. sometimes we kind of think, oh, all these, you know, deep thoughts about God, they have nothing to do with our how we live. Of course, that's not what we believe as Christians. It has everything to do right. with how we live. And the Proverbs are very much sort of that kind of, cause and effect natural consequences kind of teaching you know that's not the overall you know teaching of the bible it's not we don't think we do a god will do b that's that's not what we believe but there are such things that rule the world principles Mm -hmm. um that kind of fall under natural consequences you know you are a sluggard the proverbs say you will fall to poverty right? right you don't control your tongue you will cause anger, right? So it's kind of like these cause and effect things that are very practical, very common sense. And when you look at the world and you look at especially the violence in our world currently and the just crazy ideas about everything, um, and you go back to the proverb, this ancient wisdom, it's still um, very humane ethics Mm -hmm. for the modern world. Yeah. No, I agree. It's it, it, it's a fun book, but I'm yeah. finding it's just a challenge to teach. Yeah, because there's right. so much material, and it's not really 
organized thematically. It's just yes, one after no. The and so what our goal is just really to get um, you to think about the Proverbs and maybe you want to open it up yourself. You know, mm-hmm. we're not, obviously we can't teach on, there's so much stuff in there. We're just trying to give you the broad overview so that maybe you want to open it up, read a chapter a day and use it. Yeah. yeah. And I'd say, you know, the take home for this week, you mm-hmm. know, uh, think about your own life. Are you, are you living like a wise person? Are you walking with the Lord? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a teachable spirit? Yeah. Um, are you self-controlled? Mm-hmm. Are you able to control yourself and your tongue? And finally, are you well-spoken? Do your words bless and build people up or do yeah. they tend to tear them down? Amen. Uh, and so think about those things because mm-hmm. that's the life that God calls us to. Good. Okay. Well, we will talk to you next week. And next week, we will not have just gotten sand all out of our cars and things. Yes, and, and hopefully next week, our dog won't be our, flapping. And hopefully like our a, dog won't flap yeah. around. But anyways, we hope you have a good week and we will talk to you then.